how many emails do you send in a day? Too many. <laughs> Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. It's Cheyenne from Portland, Oregon, and I am feeling so frustrated with my job search and could use some insight and advice. I have a degree in mass comm, public relations, and a degree in English creative writing. I wasn't 100% sure how I could use these degrees before graduating, but now I've become really interested in copywriting and copy editing. However, 99.999% of job listings I see for a writer position require one to three years of previous experience. This is an entry-level position, so I don't know where I'm supposed to get this experience from. And a step lower would be an internship, but those aren't always paid. Plus, 99.999% of those require you to still be a degree-seeking student. I feel like there's a disconnect here. Where's the bridge between a degree-seeking intern and an entry-level copywriter with one to three years experience? Where do I go from here? Cheyenne, about to burst your bubble. One, we've already answered this question. It's asked and answered. You're like, you're going to look for 27, number 27. Okay. Episode 27. We'll tell you that guess what? College is between three and five years so that you can get three to five years experience. So anything you've written for your creative writing class, anything you've written for MassCom, guess what? I'm sure I'm a hundred percent sure you wrote a press release in, in mass communications. Mm-hmm. You know why I know that? Cause I took mass communications <laughs> and with a specialization in public relations. Like that's what I, that's as, as I was listening to your question, I really like, I had this thought, like, is that me? Like, is, is, is it, is this about me? Am I the villain? <laughs> um, yeah. So you, de- you've definitely written things, even if it's just for an assignment, you have that one to three years experience in college. I beat this horse to death. Apologies for not figuring out a vegan way to say that in episode 27. Now, cool. I'm going to soapbox about something. Uh, don't you need some like tea before we proceed? Fine, 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 fine. Yes, we'll take a break. Holland, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Do you like often need a midday pick me up? I need something in the bathroom. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> I'm listening. I need something in the bathroom that doesn't require anything of me. And I'm okay. not on social, so I'm like, what? I don't want to read LinkedIn because like you probably posted something and I probably have to react to it. <laughs> so what do I do? Well, here's my other problem. In the bathroom, I don't know that you can take your AirPods in because I'm terrified they're going to end up in the toilet. Oh, no. Right. Yeah, exactly. Which is a whole other. That's Maslow one at this point. So frankly. we're not listening to, to anything. Nothing. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So here's what I do think. I think you could read our emails, though. Our e- like ask your email. Ask your yes, yes, yes. Yeah, ask yeah, your yeah, emails. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The newsletter is sensational. Really, it is. The emoji game is. Thank you. Yeah, yes. I know. I know that's a particular project of yours. Thank you. And what I love most about it is it's just super relevant, super tactical advice on like, what are we dealing with today? When we write these newsletters, they're not. I don't know. We don't approach them in the same way that we do episodes. Episodes are what questions are coming in from individuals, right? Mm -hmm. For a newsletter, we take a look at what's going on generally, right? I usually take a look at the headlines on LinkedIn and I'm like, what's the conversation on LinkedIn? And how does that apply to ambitious women? Yeah, exactly. What's going on? So like 
What I love about the emails is relevant, tactical, immediately actionable. So as soon as you're done in the bathroom. Wait, can I tell you something? <laughs> yes. They're short. They are short. Your bathroom trip is longer than the email. Short. You could fit a couple of emails. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should we send these emails more often? No. Okay, great. <laughs> we send them twice a month. That's right. We don't sell your information. There's never any spam. We're not fucking around with it. Like, it's here to make your life better. Your corporate America career better. Mm-hmm. 100%. So... If you would like this kind of bathroom break, same type that Holland apparently needs in her I life. I need it. <laughs> go visit askyourwife.com slash newsletter and sign up and then flush. Wash your hands. Go back to work. And then wash your phone. I don't know. <laughs> we swear less in the newsletter. Actually, you know, that is, that is. That's another a- value prop. <laughs> <laughs> Of the newsletter. Hey, if you've been hesitant, this is a value prop for real. If you've been hesitant to share our podcast with maybe the older generation in your life because of it's so sweary, I'm not apologizing, but I'm telling you there's another, there's, there's another, another way. way. <laughs> Askyourworkwife.com slash newsletter. Okay, Vanessa, soapbox episode. Um, you're really pushing my limits on these soapboxes. <laughs> I told you I was inching towards one a month. You're inching. <laughs> okay, what do, you, what do you have for Cheyenne? Hey, Cheyenne, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're looking to only be a copywriter or editor, and this is like free unsolicited advice, but really strong guidance, like I really strongly advise you to take it. You're going to need a skill other than writing. I have hired and fired a lot of copywriters in my life. And right now, ChatGPT is doing that for me. The not a single person I know who set out with that back, that's the exact background. You started in some kind of mass communications. It doesn't matter which journalism, public relations, comm studies, like da 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 da. You had a minor in English and mm-hmm. you want to be a creative writer and you're like, oh, I need to make money. Let's go be a writer. Right. No one's hiring writers anymore. Why is that? I mean, I mean, chat be, chat be, I need chat GPT aside. Why, what, what, why is that? Mm. Because everyone in marketing, which is typically where writers answer to, Mm. whether they're in creative marketing or just marketers generally, they all have the same background. They all know how to write. And every single one of them has another skill on top of the writing. Writing is base level. Some of them end up being strategists. Some of them end up being paid media. Some of them end up being organic media. Some of them end up being email, right? Like some of them end up being programmatic. Some of them end up being script writers. Some of them right. end up, right? So they've taken the writing and, and leveled up so that they can, one, make more money and two, serve a different function in marketing. Right. Because all marketing requires really good, strong writing. And the closer you are to the brand and the channel, the more specific the writing needs to be. Mm. So no longer do I need one copywriter that can write to everything. I need my channel owners to know how to write, to know how to take generic brand copy and make it perfect for email, perfect for TikTok, perfect for whatever other social media exists in the world or communications platforms Uh for, for customers. Yeah. By that logic, I too, though, I think anyone with a job needs to be able to write hundred percent. How, how many emails do you send in a day? Too many. (laughs) (laughs) As much as we like to joke that meetings should be emails. Only well, if the email so is well written. Maybe meetings should be emails, but emails also need to be sent after meetings that needed to be meetings <laughs> about what the meeting was about. You know, like there's there's written communication that happens yeah. ad nauseum mm-hmm. within corporate America. And it is required. And I will tell you, my favorite leaders, my favorite managers are the best communicators. And how do they do that? 
via the written word. Mm-hmm. You got Cheyenne. it. Cheyenne. So I loved and hated your question at the same time because it's like, I'm going to give her the best of career advice she's ever received. Mm. It has nothing to do with where to get this one to three years experience. Asked and answered. Episode 27. <laughs> but let's talk about your career path. You do not, do not go down to just be a writer. Figure out something else you can do in addition to writing. So maybe this, maybe you get this first copywriting job, look around while you're there and figure out what else you're interested in. Are you interested in the customer journey? Are you interested in talking to people? Are you interested in social media? Are you interested in paid media? Are you interested in video production? Are you interested in like, are you interested in learning development? Are you interested in process documentation? Are you interested in technical writing? Yeah. Technical writing, right? Like, are you, are you going to be the person to write all the copy and packaging? Mm-hmm. like which means you're actually working under legal doing claims Absolutely. writing and ingredients listing and things like that like do you want to go into law writing yeah i did that a lot <laughs> that's the bulk of my writing portfolio actually yeah. right <laughs> um or even this like do you want to be a writer in like if you, you had a background in creative writing do you want to be a magazine writer in which case you also need to be able to do something else i like i was creative director for an entire group of magazines and I wrote over half the articles so much so that I invented about four different aliases to help me out. Okay. But yeah. To, to bring this all back to where we started at the top, which is chat GPT. If you're going to be straight out of college and looking to be a writer, you have a very short career path. It used to be longer. Like it used to be, you could make these transitions. You could develop these skills over time. I still know some really good copywriters. They're currently employed by like agencies who only do writing. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, most people, if they still need written word done done in, in mass or at scale, they're outsourcing that to a vendor. And that's where all the writers I know are housed. But there's no forward movement. There's no transitional movement. There's no getting into a different department. It's just a, a writing house. Interesting. Right? Even, even then, though, that writing house is using chat GPT to get a lot of the, the like iteration done. Interesting. Yeah, it'll feed chat GPT with the base level brand copy, and then say, hey, give me 10 Instagram posts based on this text. Holy crap. Uh-huh. Give me 15 LinkedIn posts based on this text. So like that that's where, Shan, I just want to stop you. And it's like, ha, ha, ha. Flag on the play. You got to think bigger than just being a writer. Because one, writing was always something that everyone can do. You need to find another skill. On top of that, that problem is exacerbated by AI. And, and it's going to equal... No more career pathing for people who just want to be writers or you have to like find another skill or go dive all the way into creative writing and be an author, in which case you might be a very poor author for a very long time. Let me step off the soapbox for a second (laughs) and bring this down to reality. I I hinted at this at the top. I am this person. Like I'm, I've had exactly the same thought you had. Like in high school, I took first place in state on the literary criticism team several years in a row in the state of Texas. It's a big state. It's a big state. There's a lot of people, lots of nerds. I was a kid in high school where people were passing me their papers in AP bio <laughs> so I could edit them and they could make changes before the cl- before the paper was due at the end of the day. Mm. Right? This happened all the time. I just kept a red pen on me always. <laughs> I have this like vision of you in some like lab table in bio. <laughs> uh-huh. In eighth grade, it was the frog. And in junior year, we had graduated cats. Ew. Yeah. You're skinning a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mostly my lab partner was way into this and I was super not. And so she was doing the skinning and I was doing the paper editing. That's how that happened. Great. Everyone's kind of, you scratch my back yeah, and exactly. I'll skin your cat. I don't know. <laughs> not vegan, but I like it. But yeah, like that's, that's what I was doing. Like 
I don't think I ever charged anyone for this. And I feel like I missed an opportunity. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I'm like, absolutely. should have been a little bit more entrepreneurial about it. But like, that was what I was doing by day. By night, I was writing, oh, I can't believe I'm saying this on air, writing so much fan fiction. <laughs> okay. Like so, so much fan fiction. And it was all, I, again. Do I, we get a pen name for this? Mm, no. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, Harry, I'll wait. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say fan fiction. Harry Potter fan fiction. Mm -hmm. And like, even then, like you had these like people in your community that were betas. They were your editors. Right. So one of mine, she thought I was in college and she actually was at Wellesley and she had this like book binding book arts class. And she had this really cool new method of like binding and she needed some couplets for it. But she's like, I'm not as good a writer as you are. So like, would you mind writing me some couplets? So I wrote her 15 couplets. So it's 30 lines of poetry to put in this book. She got it published in the Wellesley student archive. Oh my God. And she asked if she, if she wanted like my name on it. And I was like, absolutely. Yeah. I'm published. Wow. It's amazing. Right. Like, it's like I, when, when you talk about mass communications, public relations and English creative writing, that's, That's you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I had to come to that realization. Mm-hmm. The, the one I'm trying to give you is like, yeah, everyone needs to know how to write period the end. And because of that, you need to bring a different skill to the table. If you want to make more money, more stable money and have a more fulfilling career. So it's time to go back to the drawing board, figure out what else you're going to find with one to three years experience. So you already got in college episode 27. question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. I said something the other day to JD. And he was like, that was very ask your work wife. Just like the tonality, like you, you shifted into a different mode. Interesting. And he was like, and then you finished that sentence and I heard the music. Shut up. <laughs> of course he did. Of course and I was he like, did. you're welcome. Are you still here? Like still here? Are you here now? Why do I feel like we have a Ouija board in the room? <laughs> do you? Maybe, I wouldn't be surprised if you, you know, did. I'm sad that I don't, but... It still begs the question, is our listener still here? Because if they are, I think they should rate, review, subscribe. You know why? Helps other people find this podcast. Mm. Rate, review, subscribe.